Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss insurrection, sedition, and the new Asus laptops. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Uh, Ryan, we're back. Stop the steal. Patriots to the front of the line. We're back to stop this deal. We'll do it. We're back to stop this deal. <laughs> uh, listen, lots happened in the last week, and I got to say, I I think um, we got to we got to get we got to storm the Capitol and do a violent insurrection. Uh, I have look. I've reviewed the notes. I've looked at the transcripts. I have the receipts, and there's really no other way to get America back on track but a violent overthrow of the government. I'm sorry. It is what it is, as uh, my president, Donald Trump, says. God, if any of this is ever taken out of context, that's it for me. It's curtains. If. Gosh. If. <laughs> I've got the Daily Beast on the line. Oh, my God. Noah Schachtman is going <laughs> to fuck me over. Uh, anyhow, if you don't know, that's the editor-in-chief of the Daily Beast, I believe. I'm not sure you pronounce his name like that. It might be Schachtman. Maybe there's a silent team. In any event... <laughs> so listen, we're coming off of uh, we're in week two of 2021. It's CES. Uh, it's you CES wouldn't know week. it. You wouldn't know well, it. No, somebody released a laptop with several screens, mm-hmm. so it's you know there's some new TVs. Uh, you know it is CES week. I mean, we have an interesting moment in time. This is I will say this, and I think I think you will be able to quote me on this in the future. We have a, a a influx of a, a confluence of events occurring that I believe is a once in a lifetime. I hope is a once in a lifetime moment, which is it is the the uh, it is early January, which is typically when the Consumer Electronics Show takes place in Las Vegas. We are all currently living in a, a essentially like a, a kind of lockdown. I mean, we should be in a lockdown over. A, a pandemic that is raging across the world, uh, especially in America. I mean, America is number one in people catching uh, and dying from uh, coronavirus. And um, and we have a new president incoming. We have an old president who has just recently attempted, literally attempted, a violent uh, overthrow of the government. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... Um, and uh, and anyhow, all of this is happening at the same time, and so I think that that I think that that and and now we have an inauguration that's going to happen in a few days, six days from now. We're, we're recording this on the fourteenth, uh, where where there are more troops in D.C. to defend our uh, to defend our incoming president and and his his people and the people of D.C. against violent insurrectionists that are led by our outgoing president who has just, oh, I forgot, was yesterday impeached for the second time, which is the first time in the history of America that a president has been impeached twice. In one okay. term. Astonishing one work, term. everybody. Yeah. Great work. I mean, work. really well done. But I just want to say, but like also, but also at this moment, I think what is unique is that the Asus is like, we have a new 17-inch laptop <laughs> with a GeForce graphics card in it. It's like... Okay. I feel like it's not really the time. I mean, but I've you know definitely you- got a lot of <laughs> CBD for dogs style pitches where I'm just like, 
mm. g- guys, like, read the room. Like, nobody's telling you it's not C- to make your product. Just read the room on the pitch. Here. CBD for humans, okay? We need CBD for we, humans. We don't, even have, we don't even have healthcare for people. We're going to be cooking up well, yeah, wellness yeah, shit for dogs. I was just reading – Speaking of healthcare, I was just reading about this um, guy, this new Congress. So I'm reading all about the new Congress oh, people because why would you do that? Because to because well because you know now we have to actually think about before like Congress people were they were always a little like loony you know like, you both, don't say. I will, no I will say just like on both sides of the aisle Congress people there's like kind of a lower bar to become a I Congress mean remember person. when Marco Rubio was like the craziest person you I mean to be I, to, remember to get a seat in the House of remember, I mean, to get a seat in the House the days of I'm not a witch. <laughs> like we've been through yeah. things that we thought were crazy, and it's like, yeah. it's uh, it's that gift from RuPaul's Drag Race where it's like, you want to see crazy? I'll show you crazy. The, the incoming group of people are, I mean, they include what, like a Satanist, conspiracy theories. Yeah, I mean, I, I would just say, like, like in 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 terms of the Congress, the the lower house seats, the the House of Representatives is just a little bit. The bar is a little bit. It's it's a little bit lower. Okay, there's a lot more of them. Right, there's like 435 or something uh, 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 people in the House of Representatives. So we, so you always have some percentage of those people who are like kind of batshit crazy, right? But now it's like there's a whole chunk of people in the House of Representatives that aren't just like I'm not just like learning like oh they hold views that I find to be weird or distasteful or unusual. They're like they're like why can't I carry my Glock? Onto the floor of the house. Like, yes. li- like, it's not like they don't believe the moon landing. They believe they need to take a gun to the floor of the house where an armed insurrection just happened. Because if they don't, their colleagues will continue their 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 collection of children to scare the yeah. children yeah. to take a chemical called adrenochrome out of their blood to drink it so they can stay yes. young and in power forever. That is what elected officials who... I mean, they're not wrong, to be clear. Who represent that's, us on the world stage believe. Yeah. No, that's 100%. First off, what you just described is 100% medically accurate and truthful. Uh, that is occurring if, in the if highest the, levels if, if of government. If that were accurate, believe me, I would be doing adrenochrome treatments in a heartbeat. I'm at ready a med to get spot. the – I'm ready, I'm ready to – you know what? It's like, uh, you know, click on Wayfair, get my $12,000 um, wardrobe – shipped to me my twelve thousand dollar footlocker shipped to me containing several children um at any rate but but these people but what i just said the people in what you just said the people there are people many of them now in the house of representatives that believe that shit and are like okay and i'll also i need to be armed on the floor and these are people who also by the way there is there are now rumors and possible possibly some evidence that that members of the government were bringing people in and helping them to canvas the Capitol building so that they could have a better, clear line of attack. I mean, there are literal conspirators, like actual members, potentially, we don't know all the details yet, of a of a of a conspiracy from the president on down to literally violently overthrow the government. And this is like not like I wish that what I was saying was like, oh my God, you know, uh, you know, wow, the libs, uh, you know, wow, the oh, libs have truly been owned. Like, listen to these crazies. This is not like owning the libs kind of stuff. This is like actually has happened. It actually, this is a real thing that has occurred in America, okay? We are on the precipice of something either very awful or a, a correction, right? And I don't know. But the point is, there's a lot of crazy new uh, politicians, but also uh, there's a new Asus a laptop with three screens, which I'm very excited about. So anyhow, I just it's just a crazy moment in time. Uh, when nothing really makes a lot of sense. It's like we're supposed to try to be normal, 
right? We're supposed to be like, hey, CES, isn't that fun? You know, crazy gadgets. Like a normal year. Last year at this time, we were in Las Vegas. I mean, it's crazy to think about. We were in Las Vegas. We were wearing matching jumpsuits. And we were walking around the floor, like, you know, finding weird gadgets and talking about them. And, like, it, 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 it seems like a lifetime ago. It seems like so long ago. It's one year. But it's hard to, uh, to, to really to encapsulate how much has changed in our life and how much is currently just wildly in flux. Like, like we're just – there's nothing normal about this moment. And and there's nothing. I mean, Army Hammer is accountable. Okay, <laughs> Army Hammer is is now being accused of, of of being a rapist and a cannibal or something, being a bad guy. I don't know all the details. Like, of course, allegedly, uh, you know, I thought Army Hammer was a soft spoken, uh, you know, s- nice guy. He's admitted um, to multiple rapes in text messages. He's admit okay, but there's not like. But like you know, people say all kinds of crazy things. Text messages. I'm not saying that he hasn't. Oh, but well, I'm saying the women accused him and then showed text messages where he admitted it in the text message. I mean, that's not good. That's not a good and, look for Army. But we don't we sure. don't know if he's eaten human flesh. We do know he's eaten a bunch of animals that he killed with his bare hands, and that he well, fantasizes a lot about eating women. I mean, I'm talking Our, cannibal <laughs> cop style, looking up recipes. <laughs> he literally is like. By the way, Bossip has a great. Boss up one of my favorite websites on the internet did uh did a story on Army Hammer being like you know my my kink is I'm a cannibal, and like the responses to it are truly incredible and I recommend everybody follows Boss up on Twitter. But anyhow, um yeah, so it's an upside down time. You know, Army Hammer is supposed to be a completely uninteresting actor, right? He's supposed to be like a regular. He's like, oh, is that Jamie Dornan? No, that's Army Hammer. Like whatever, right? He's he is supposed to be the least controversial person to come out of the social network. It makes you wonder, it makes you wonder if Jamie Dornan is hiding something. Doesn't it? You know what? Like all the guys, like what's um what's Superman, Henry Cavill, what's he hiding? Because I think that like Army Hammer and and Henry Cavill and Jamie Dornan are relatively interchangeable. Mm. I mean, am I wrong? I would say here's the thing. Two are British. Two are British. Yes. And I would say the difference is Army Hammer's parents are oil billionaires. Um, and so his entire life has been within like a bubble of being a very tall, good looking movie star and billionaire. Um, and I do think that that definitely does stuff to your brain. And I'm not going to say all of those people are cannibals, but I would. Who, Army Army Hammer? Yeah, I would say it's a non zero chance. He's from the Cayman Islands. He's from the Arm and Hammer family, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually crazy they called him Army Hammer when there's a brand called Arm and Hammer. Yeah. Right? By the way, I'm looking at pictures. There are many pictures of – first off, there are lots of pictures of Jamie Dornan and Army Hammer, and I'm not sure why. Uh, I do find – the oh, and there's also – and then there's pictures of Henry Cavill and Jamie Dornan. I do find these men to be relatively indistinguishable from one another. Um, They're like good-looking white guys. Yeah, I mean like it's, like, it's like the Chris's. Yeah, they're like the Chris's, but they're like a more chiseled version of the Chris's. The Chris's look soft by comparison to the to the. I mean, guys. Army Hammer looks like he could snap next, and which is probably how he oh, got for his sure. start. You know, I mean, we don't know, but at any rate, so the man is uh, he's you know he's being accused of. Uh, he's of let's very just say dark. he's got to return some videotapes. He uh, is that part of Q? Is that a Q no, thing? It's from American Psycho. He's pro- 
If anybody's going to be part of Q, a guy like Army Hammer is going to be a Q adherent. In American Psycho, every time he needs to leave somewhere, he says, I have to go return some videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's very good. At any rate, so there's a lot of shit going on in the world, a lot of nasty shit happening. And, and, and you know, I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't know what to say to people. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, are we going to bounce back from this? I'm not sure. Upside down, bouncing off the ceiling. It's an S Club 7 moment. You want to escape, but then you're like, where could I possibly go where these people aren't around? You know, you're like, well, I'll go to France. Now France is full of neo-Nazis. You're like, maybe I'll go to uh, uh, England. Nope, nope. Oh, you know, the only place you really could pro maybe would be okay is is Canada, but I think Canada also has some like weird. No, they've got some well. bad shit happening with their right wing party. Like yeah. they've got a lot of like Canada first. Like Ted Cruz hangs out with them oh, no. a lot at fundraisers. Not Canada, not Canada yeah. first. Yeah, I mean, not. I mean, I gotta tell you, and this is all due respect to the Canadians. Canada second. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You need to just recognize, you know, your place. Recognize your place in the world order. <laughs> um, but I don't know. So anyhow, so, you know, like I want oh, – the other thing that I think is interesting that I spend a lot of time I mean, it's about, all interesting. It's, it's all very interesting. <laughs> I mean, if you could step back in a dispassionate manner and look at it, it's extremely interesting. Oh, oh but, that's what my grandma – by the way, that's what my grandma calls everything. That All bad news now. She's no longer saying bad news. She's no longer saying scary. Her new thing, and I think this is very wise, is she goes, I'm going to be dead before this resolves. So as much as I can see is very interesting. <laughs> and I, I say good for her. I think that's great. I think that's great if you have some – guarantee of being deceased by the time any of this stuff really comes to fruition i unfortunately do not have that luxury <laughs> no. and i also have a daughter and so i'm kind of like it's very on my mind like you know not to, i'm not claiming any special treatment because i have a daughter but um you know you think about the future more i think uh, about the I, fact that the world my my personal physical body um and uh probably my lifestyle have all peaked you know what I mean? Like I've already everything in my life will now <laughs> get your, worse. Did you say your personal physical body has yeah, peaked? Is yeah. <laughs> everything in my life will now get worse. And I'm trying I mean, to come to terms with that. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. <laughs> but but I think the thing is, like, like the, the what I think about a lot, you know, a lot is in the day-to-day, -day, like these people who stormed the Capitol, these, these, these these really ugly and i don't mean ugly i don't mean ugly like physically though. oh i do yeah okay fine <laughs> but i'm ugly ugly uh uh like just um spiritually ugly like it's philosophically ugly whatever you want to see that it, quote like, do you see that quote from trump behind the scenes that he was like they look i don't low class. <laughs> i don't like how low class my yeah are. i love i actually one of the one of the i think one of the i i know that that's a i can tell that that's a true statement because it's exactly the kind of thing that Trump would say what, during during a, a fucking coup attempt. He'd be like, "I don't like the looks of this. They look low class. <laughs> oh, they look why didn't they polish like, like, the he's shoes?" Not the, he's not like I don't like the fact that they're storming the Capitol and threatening to hang my vice president. He liked. He lied. He liked. He's like, "Where's the cufflinks?" <laughs> I don't. Why can't they just get pants that fit? Uh, I mean, why can't he get pants that fit? Yeah. That was the real question. So anyhow, so so. Uh, so anyhow, but getting to getting back to my point, I, I, I can't help but think in a lot of these people. So what we were learning about a lot of these people is they're like middle class, upper middle class and beyond. 
There are people who flew. Some of them took private jets to go to the riot. Uh, there's a guy who the guy who got arrested with the podium. He's like a father of five, and his mu- his sorry his wife is a physician. Okay, his wife is a doctor. Imagine the torture this woman is going through. I, I would be surprised to discover. That, sh- that they are not at odds on pretty much everything oh, that that guy believes. She's a doctor. Or, or and, not surprised. And they have small kids together, and he was the stay-at-home if, parent, and now he's in jail. Yeah. So best of luck with kids. that. Well, actually, he's out on bail. But but that's beside the point, okay? the the uh, What is it that – what did that guy think? This is what I want to know. These are people who are actually living pretty well. What does that guy think? What is his grievance? Like, what is happening to him? Like, I think it is so fuck. The thing to me that is actually I find most when I revisit this, when I think about it, uh, that I find most upsetting is that these people actually don't have a fucking grievance. Like, their grievance is an invention of a demented, outgoing president desperate to hold on to power. Their grievance is the election was stolen. There is... No evidence. I know they're. I know they're in a wash and a sea of lies. But let's like let's bring it to our reality for a second, which is the reality. Um, there's no evidence. It's obvious that he lost. He admits that he lost. He's leaving in seven days. The overthrow, like overthrowing the government, is such an outsized reaction. Even if you think your guy should have won, okay. I, there is zero. There has been a zero scrap. Not one fucking piece of evidence in states held by Republicans in states where the, the legislature and the electoral, uh, uh, all of the electoral politicians are Republicans. Some appointed by Trump himself have been like, this is a, this did not happen. So their grievance, their one real grievance is a lie with no evidence spouted for months now by a president by a loser lame duck fucking president and that is their that's their trigger point to fucking try to overthrow the government these middle class upper middle class people with just basically too much time on their hands and then you've got like the next tier down are these like i mean basically you have like these like white people who feel uh what i don't know that their country's slipping away from them because they're not they don't only see white people they on feel TV now. A threat to white supremacy. So, um, but there's like regular white people who feel that way. Who are the people who are aggrieved to stop the steal of soccer moms? Right, the guy with the podium. Then one level down from that, there's these like white supremacists, the three percenters, the proud boys, the uh, I don't know all the. They all have dumb names. They're like they sound like a fucking Call of Duty, you know, gang or whatever. Um, and those people are just like we hate. Black people, we hate Jews. We want this to be a white Christian nation, and I and I do believe that is a very small percentage of the overall Trump supporter base. Is these people who are le- legitimately like I'm a neo Nazi, you know, wearing the Camp Auschwitz shirt. I think that like there is a a lot a lot of those. I mean, all of those people are Trump supporters, but in the grand scheme of Republicans, most Republicans aren't outwardly like fuck Jews. I hate black people. Uh, let's have a white nation state. They're like. I don't want, you know, I don't want to like shop near them. I don't want to have to talk to them, but like they're not going to really say it out loud. Um, then there's those people and their grievance is we want to, we want America to be a fascist dictatorship run by like a Hitler like figure. And then I don't know what there's like the Q people who are just have brain worms 
And their grievance is that like there's like people are drinking the blood of babies, which is like literally like the Q story is like anti-Semitism, really. It's like it's like New World Order, George Soros drinking the blood of the firstborn. It's literally like biblical allegory anti-Semitism. Uh, but these people are all like just the biggest fucking losers. You know, just massive fucking losers. I don't think they're representative of America. And I think that, like, we have to find some way not to reach them, not to reach them. We have to find some way to shut them the fuck down. Like, their problem is not that uh, they need to be – I mean, I would have told you a few weeks ago. In fact, I was talking about, like, we need to educate these people. We need to, like, tell them what that this shit is wrong. I, I think we've reached the point where cutting them off from – from from communication, cutting them off from their ideas being even remotely entertained as acceptable, making them feel ashamed and uh, unable to go places and behave the, the way they do, basically like treating them like petulant children and you're taking away their toys and, and telling them they have a timeout may be the only way to actually address these people at this point because it's clear that like in the face of all information available – they will choose the most ignorant, most wrong-headed thing because it feels good to them in a in, in the way that like uh, a, a a baby getting a bottle feels good, you know. And it's like I just I think so. So on that note, we've seen in the past week Twitter banned Trump, Facebook I mean effectively banned him. I don't know if he'll be back, but he's been shut out of Facebook. YouTube gave him a strike. He's down for a week there. Parler has been shut down. Uh, basically, effectively shut down the app that is was only really used for right-wing uh, militia organizing. Um, uh, uh, many Q and, and hardcore right-wing accounts have been purged from Twitter and Facebook, I believe, as well. I don't know how much Facebook is actually doing. Uh, but there is and, and a ton of ad dollars uh, and a ton of corporations that typically support Republicans have said, we're pulling our money. I really think that like the only way to make progress at this point is to shut these people down financially, shut them down um, uh, shut them down in uh, from a communication standpoint and to no longer even remotely entertain, which is why the Congress people are so troubling, but to not remotely entertain these notions, these utterly uh, baseless and insane notions that they have about the country. Because we have, we have been thrown so far off course and it's for absolutely zero reason. When I go and think about the grievances, there are no real grievances. There is no real thing that's happening. What's real is like we've actually hurt a lot of people in this country who are who need our help you know we've really hurt people who need our help because we've been appeasing these people and listening to them and because we've had a completely corrupt president like trump but like they don't have a real grievance if if your grievance is like you don't like immigrants in your country then go to another fucking country this is a country of immigrants it's a country built by immigrants it is a country that would not exist without immigrants and so it's like it's like like you're probably a fucking immigrant you know there's very low, low chance that you're like, you know, I mean, no, even the first fucking white person here was an immigrant. Like, I don't even know what to say. It's like, anyhow, the point is like what this, I'll finish this point. Then we can talk about Asus's new laptops. Um, what is so obnoxious to me is you couldn't find a legitimate grievance amongst a hundred thousand of these people. You know, they got everything they wanted from Trump, but what they really want is not realistic and is not compatible with modern society. It's like Neanderthal society shit. It's like person with the club kind of shit, you know? 
And I just don't, I don't, we cannot humor these fuckers anymore. Like we just can't, they cannot be humored because if you humor them, it lets them breed. And you know, like the, the breeding of this thought has led to very, very sick people. You know, look, I, I, I'm saying not the, not actual children, but we've let their ideas breed and propagate. And I think the end result has been very destructive for this country. Uh, and we have to, we have to like, you know, we have to uh, uh, vaccinate this country against their stupidity. So for me, I feel like I think it is enormous progress that the president has been deplatformed by Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook and everybody else. I think that that's yeah, a rules. very it's a very good thing. I think Salesforce saying you can't send out fundraising emails like that's well, that shit's the best Salesforce and Shopify being like, we're not going to let you make money on our platforms, that's really where it's going to hurt. The reason that this is so important is, and it's not that I don't think these companies should be broken up, like they should absolutely be broken up. It's not that I don't think that these companies shouldn't um, have the government take away their ability to choose who should and shouldn't have an account. Like I, I, I do understand and I have long supported the idea that like, we need to break up these social media monopolies because nobody should have that much power. Um, I think that that's true. But at the moment, because of Republicans, because of the right wing, because of Nazis and the way that they view, quote unquote, the economy or whatever, um, even if they're just reactionaries and they don't have, have like actually believe the things they're they're saying about the free market or whatever bullshit, um, which I think is a is a huge chunk of them. I don't. I think the 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 number of people who truly believe the Ayn Rand like survival of the fittest stuff dogma is the best way for the whole world and everything in the world to function. Um, I think that that's a diminished from the mid 2000s and I do think it's smaller and smaller all the time. I, I I think the nonsensicalness of that is just so apparent and it's so easily explained. Um obviously that argument continues to be very useful for what, people the survival to of the fittest. Not the survival of the fittest, the yes, the like hand of the free market, the oh, yeah. deregulation, trickle down economics, yeah. that whole might, thing. Might makes right. Uh, yeah. I think that obviously has diminished it's, it's still a useful argument for people in power to employ but i i don't i i don't think that that's like where it's coming from i i think i think it, that we need to break up these companies i think that like you know now i'm glad republicans suddenly agree but the reason that this is so important isn't because um i'm glad that this is the state of affairs it's that over the course of i like 30 or 40 years, this country has given really all meaningful power in any respect to corporations. We made them into legally people. We let them use their money to influence elections. We let them use their money to bribe politicians pretty blatantly um, and legally. We've, um, we've given all power in this nation to corporations. And although I hate that this is the mechanism through which we're getting some level of of um, control over the president, if at the moment the way to rein in the immediate emergency is through corporate power saying like we're not going to donate to someone that's trying to overthrow the government because it's bad for business or Twitter saying we're not going to let you say Nazi stuff anymore because it's bad for business. If that has to be the mechanism, well, thank God something happened and we yeah. need to change the system with this small window of opportunity. When we yeah. have control of the government, when we have some people on our side, when we have political motivation, now is the time after we get him out of office to say what 
can we do so that this cannot happen again? What can we do so that we don't need Walmart and Twitter and Facebook and Microsoft and Apple and Amazon to all agree on something in order to create any meaningful political action around it? We had a summer where huge swaths of the population were burning down cities in a desperate attempt to be heard on one issue about funding about funding for police officers, and nothing got done. There has been no meaningful changes, no meaningful policy shifts. Joe, well, yeah. nothing nothing is getting done. And I would say, you know, if, if Walmart and Amazon and Verizon decided that they cared about Black Lives Matter, the issue would be dealt with. And we're seeing that in the fact that the Trump administration, Mitch McConnell is turning on Trump. There's a huge huge chance that he will be removed from office and there will be some sort of criminal consequences and oh trump for trump for yeah. trump i thought you meant for mitch mcconnell oh, no, which would my be God, the no. shit that, that man will is, never happen he lives in a beautiful uh, city floating in the sky for only the rich methuselahs yes um, it's him him and baron harkonnen so baron. what i'm saying is uh, is it good that this is how this happened of course not i don't want to live in a world where coca-cola has more voting power than all the mothers in the tri-state area like i don't want to live in that world however that's where we live and so if this is like thank god something happened thank god somebody stepped in i agree that this like is a bad state of affairs and none of us should be thrilled with the fact that twitter can unilaterally make these decisions but the reason to be pissed that twitter unilaterally makes decisions is not that they took trump down it's that they left him up for as long as they left him up they didn't yeah. take him down until yeah. it was so I mean, bad we, we could have so much there could have been so much uh pain that has that would have been alleviated had twitter and facebook and other websites taken aggressive action on this before it fomented to a place where there was a coup i mean to be clear without trump on twitter and facebook it's highly likely that a lot of this online drum beating that he has done, this online recruitment, would not have worked. It just would not have happened. You know, it's 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 possible that the the podium guy might have remained a kooky father of five and not been uh, radicalized by and, lies and the president let, was telling him. But I will say, a kooky father of five or whatever who is also a, ra- a racist. I do think that but the no, racist of course. stuff... I'm not, you I'm know, not no, letting no, no, no. off the hook. Totally, saying- totally. I just want to get it out there because I understand that the people people's common response to what you're saying is to invalidate what you're saying by saying no this is who we always are and that's true both things are true we had no, a country yeah, full of he's racists but there's a difference between a racist and an activist tries racist. to overthrow the yes. tries to overthrow the government and a racist who just sucks right most most racists and there are lots of them uh are just like a racist on a very local level yeah. you know what i mean yes. like they're not they're not publicly like it's not they're not a movement there's a difference between not, yeah, having a right, racist guy on right. your block but when and you having tell, the kkk in your neighborhood but, but so you may say like you may say well like, i don't like black people okay which is what racists say i i presume they wake up in the morning they're like i don't like black people and then so, who okay, has fine. the so, time who so, has I, the no time? i mean that's that's actually what i was saying about how there's like there is no grievance it's like what are you mad about dude like just go like do something else like get a fucking hobby it's like your hobby is hate your hobby is being mad. Like you need a fucking hobby. Your hobby is and mad I, that some people are brown. I, yeah, it's I, so I, I weird. It's so it's so bizarre. It is like is like I understand that you think you gain something if they don't, but it's like it just it's such a bizarre notion that you are like bothered by the t- the color, the shade of someone's skin or their culture that they come from. It's like why do you give a shit? 
Why is this even a fucking conversation? Yeah, I don't want to blow your mind, but German culture is not too great. So, like, no, I mean, honestly, no, I, I've said this before, but white Christian culture is the most boring, the least contributive to, uh, uh to like just like culture, culture and Except popular Italians. culture. Let's be art honest, culture. Except art Italians. culture. Well, Italians are. I mean, there's a whole. That's a whole. I mean, are Italians even really white? You know. Yeah. Um. At any rate, the the uh, what the hell was I saying? So. God damn it. What was fuck I talking these about? People. Just fuck No, them. wait, but yes, I agree. But what I was saying is think about how much pain and suffering could have been alleviated had these as had these platforms had the backbone to just say, you know what? I just don't want it on here. I just don't want to support this. I don't want to let this guy spread his lies. I don't want to have to put a label on it every time he lies. I don't want to put a label on it. I just want it to not be there. And I'm gonna I have the power to do that. You know, I have the power to make it so. And so um, the the so 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 I, I do think like we should not forget that there was an opportunity for accountability from these people to make these people accountable. There was an opportunity and they didn't take it. OK. Um, and 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 so we paid for it. The, 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 the seditious act that we saw last week was was part of the payment that was exacted for not taking action. But I will say this to your point about um, the power these platforms have. I agree with you. Like it shouldn't be up to them to, to make our, we shouldn't rely. We shouldn't be waiting on Google and Facebook and Twitter to improve the lives of Americans by shutting down hate speech and racism. Like that should not be their job, but we are a country that is obsessed with, uh, capitalism and obsessed with profit and obsessed with money making and obsessed with businesses and we have, and we do let businesses often dictate i mean think about the union battles in this country think about the purpose of a union i mean there are many other countries that have and i'm not saying unions don't exist in other countries they do of course but but think about the things that unions fight for in this country that other countries don't it's not even a you know it's like healthcare is a crazy one right like it is just widely accepted that in developed nations, you support your citizenry by helping them have health care so they can be healthy and get medical care and not not and it's not a part of their like daily worry in life it's that well, well, if I get sick, good. like it's a common yeah, it's, good. Not everybody just wins. morally, but truly all of society wins if we treat people health care in the cheapest, most efficient way possible so that they can work hard, they can continue to quote unquote consume if that's your fucking thing, but also so that they're innovative, so that they're helpful, so that they're we have a productive, a, a vibrant society. Everyone who's making money should be making money at something that contributes to society and contributes to people living better lives. And health insurance companies do not do that. <laughs> but also it's crazy. I mean, there's also this crazy thing that, I mean, we just had, we just changed the insurance at our company. And so I, you know, went through the oh process Oh my God, it's of, been a fucking going, nightmare. No, but like, but like, here's the thing that I, I was thinking about while I was doing it. I was like, it's so weird that like my company has anything to do you know, and we have our insurance is fine, whatever. Like, it seems to be getting the job done. But, like, but the fact that it's even a question about, like, why is my company on the hook for dealing with my insurance? It, it kind of doesn't make any sense. My, like, health and well being is only, only has a fractional, like, association with 
my work at the company you know and, and it's certain like certain things are better organized the more people that are in them and 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 yes the unions is there an example but other things like roads it's best if the whole country agrees on what we're going to do with roads what the what the the language of of road signs is going to be is universal the rules are pretty close to universal we have a universal understanding of what roads look like, the size that they should be, the side of the road that we're going to ride on. It, 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 if we all work together, it's way better than if we have competing systems. That's not true of everything, but it is definitely true of certain things. And something like roads cannot, it, it can't be farmed out to private companies. It doesn't functionally work. We've tried it. Healthcare is yeah. the same way. There's no reason that I should go, I should have to tell my coworkers, hey, how did you do this? Because I need to get treated in this private way for a thing that's like a society-wide problem. Like there's no reason that mental health in this country shouldn't be as streamlined, accessible, as easy to, to, to handle and deal with as as possible. It's best for everyone. Nobody chooses to be mentally ill. It's not yes. something that you've well, earned or not for earned. Well, speak for yourself. I, <laughs> but it's not I something made a you've decision. earned or not earned. It's a right. danger to yourself think, and to I others. Think, yeah. I just think we, we, we could, and I think like this almost kind of leads back into... It's like firefighters. It's better back, if my right. house isn't on fire for everybody. Right, and I think this leads back to that to that question about the grievances and to what people feel like they're losing or gaining. I do, I do feel like it's like, listen, you don't like trans people, like, okay, it's totally your right to not be comfortable with trans people. Like, you can feel if that's how you feel and you just can't get over it, that's fine. But it's also okay for them to exist. Like, you don't have to. It's it not illegal to, to be, be a racist. It's it illegal to you to for you to let that racism motivate you to make someone's life more difficult, right? Harder, and so what's complicated? The, and so what's the? And so what is it? What are we? What are you trying to get to? You want people to be more like you? Why? Like, what is the point here? Like, why can't we just? I I, I know it seems so simple to say it, but like, why can't we just chill the fuck out? Like, like things could be really good. If you let them, things could be great. Actually, the world and is in you, such a all, wonderful and, position right now. And all you need to do, all you need to do is we're not in the middle of a world war. We're not even in the middle of an ideological war, to be honest with you. We are not talking about ideology. You think taxes should be lower. I think taxes should be, should pay for things like healthcare. Okay. That's a completely reasonable debate we can have. We okay? have enough food can... to feed everyone. We have the tools ahead of us and the knowledge and the understanding of how to to stop climate change and reverse it. Yeah. We have yes. the ability yes. within us to cure the to vaccinate the whole world and cure COVID-19. All of our problems, we have the solutions to them. The only thing standing in the way is fucking idiocy and lack of education, lack yes. of mental health care support, and bad actors taking and advantage. And I think lack of I think most most importantly, I love two raving leftist lunatics like us, but I think most importantly, lack of empathy, lack of empathy, which I think at the at core of all of it, I don't mean like, hey, liberals, be more empathetic to the conservatives who ransacked the Capitol. I mean, like, you don't have to hate. You just don't have to hate as much as you do. It doesn't actually do anything for you. Someone can get something else and you can get that same thing too. It's not either or, right? Have your jobs been shipped overseas? Yes, but not because of Mexican immigrants. Your jobs have been shipped overseas because corporations who are really the thing that you should be mad about, 
corporations and their power have found a more profitable way to make their goods, okay? And like, yes, politicians helped them do it. Some of them were Democrats. Some of them were Republicans. I guarantee you that if you focus your energies on saying, I want to bring jobs back to America, how do we do it? And put pressure on your politicians about that, you will see more upside than if you say, I think the election was stolen. I want to ransack the government and overthrow and fucking hang Nancy Pelosi. There really is, that's really not what you want. It's not what you're trying to get. I think you people think that like there's something there, there's a there there, and there isn't. It's just rage, okay? And the rage is built on, I mean, partially it's built from, of course, uh, 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 these 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 uh, preconceived notions that we have, and of course, it's built on stereotypes, and it's built on feedback, like you know, networks that are giving us bad information. But it's also built on the wedge, the, the wedge into breaking misinformation, the wedge into breaking hatred is empathy. It's just even a tiny little bit of just going, what is this person? Who is this person? What do they feel like? And what would I feel like in their situation? And like, and like, and I think that we have tried, I think globally, we've tried very hard for conservatives, people who view, who are Trump supporters and conservatives to say, okay, what, what can I do? What can we do here? What is our how do, what is the vector by which we can understand what you need and try to give it to you? You know, we can read, we can all read fucking hillbilly elegy, elegy till we're blue in the face. The reality is like, there needs to be a shared empathy. There needs to be some idea that, that we're like, we're not d that different. And that there are things that, that you can envision in other people, in situations, even if you, even if you fucking hate trans people. Okay. Again, even if you hate black people. Just a little shred of empathy to say, well, what would it be like if I were them? You don't have to like them after that. You don't have to want to be them after that. But you could at least start to see maybe it's not that different from where you are. And maybe – and so like the thing is that I, when I look at all of this stuff and I look at what's going on in the world, I just think like we are actually potentially at a moment and have been for like 12 fucking years where it's like things actually have gotten – could be pretty good if we want it like things could actually be really great we could put pressure to your point about the corporations we should be putting pressure on amazon and on google and on microsoft and on twitter and on whoever apple and whoever else to be better to the citizenry that keeps them in business right to be better to their employees to be better to the communities that they're in and with enough pressure we could you could actually do it right with enough you get you get fucking somebody as enthusiastic about regulating amazon as you do about QAnon, uh, we could make real change. Okay, like like you want to go and overthrow the government over over fucking uh, uh, you know some fantasy about child uh, uh, trafficking. How about we talk about overthrowing the government over the abuse of the citizenry at the hands of corporations, which is real, which the Republicans are all in on, which the Republicans are the biggest single biggest mover on. You know, it's like it's like actually pick something that's based in reality to get really mad about. And then, you know, we don't need to actually hang Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi or anybody else. We need better politicians to better represent the the people of this country. And like our problems are not I mean, yes, our 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 original sin and our core problem in America is this 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 strange uh uh virus of racism. 
that people can't seem to shake, which is the really goes slavery. I think it goes way well. Slavery and and the race, the racism that led to it, and the racism that is born yes, from that's it, what right? I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. That's the that's the core kernel. I mean, of, of course, the actual act of slavery is is is, but it's a part of a of a of a, a spectrum of racism, right? Mm-hmm. Like of of subjugating one type of person for your personal gain, and and to think to other them, and to think that they're less than, like the the. But like, and I understand that will take eons for us to work out of our system, if ever. But you know, the energy that is expelled to be mad about Donald Trump's election is such a wasted energy. It is such a useless energy, and it is so. Uh, it is so against what we need and what you, what the people who are actually raging need in their lives. And it's like I just can't. I just can't understand anymore. I really can't. I cannot figure it out. Like what it is they want. Like I mean, if you read if you read stuff about Josh Hawley and these other politicians, it seems like they actually would like they would prefer a life that is closer to something like what is depicted in The Handmaid's Tale. And like I, you know, I just don't think we're going in that direction. I think there are people who'd like it to go in that direction, but I think they are greatly outnumbered by people who just want to live. You know, and and I think that like if we don't figure out a way to push back against this forcefully and and really like change the narrative like we're in for decades of bullshit over this and we've already been through decades of bullshit of but it's like it's just i'm exhausted aren't you i mean is it aren't these people i they don't even know what they're fighting for anymore but the thing is that gets me mad is i mean many of these people are in a cult or they're brainwashed like and I don't know that that's so easy to fix at this point. But I do no, think I we need a healthy way to funnel people who feel rage about their life or about the the state of the world or whatever. Um, we don't have a way for those people to get educated about like what the problems presented in their communities are, how they can get involved, how they can make meaningful change. Um, and I think a core kernel of people's flaws, like, you know, racism, um, classism, those kind of ideas, they can flower in that vacuum and they can use that rage as like a sun and water and grow into into huge problems. And I, I think we need to get back to basics. I think Joe Biden and the Democrats especially need to get back to basics, not just from um, a standpoint of legislation i think like just in communication like let's just start with joe biden's message needs to be like look at the world around you look at the things every day that you see and do do you see work that needs to be done that would make meaningfully make yours and everyone else's life better do you see trash in the street do you see kids starving do you see sickness untreated do you see roads collapsing do you see these things you see that it's so warm during the winter, and we're getting these insane tropical storms. You, you personally, see, I, which personally I like. I, you I'm, see, I don't need any more snow. You okay. see, and you understand, and you and you 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 engage with this stuff. That is a failure of the system because we know how to solve those problems. We have the people unemployed, willing to do the job, and the problem currently is the most powerful people in the world don't see any way to get an immediate gain from doing. Yeah, that. And yeah, it's really, it's really, need, it's short sighted. And, and I understand that rage of like, fuck Nancy Pelosi, the system's broken. The only person willing to destroy the system, I'm going to back him. Like, I'm not saying it's logical. I'm saying I see that people got there. But we need to start messaging from a place of Joe Biden needs to say the Democrats are the party of doing stuff. 
do you, the Republicans are the party of stop doing stuff. We would like to do stuff. What would you like done? Would you like us to fix all the roads so that your commute is easier? Would you like us to, yeah, to mean, treat, to make your healthcare free so that you can go to the doctor and your kids can go to the doctor and you no longer have to worry about it? It's as free as the fire department and, and anything else. Would you I, like, yeah. would you like a, a, a school lunch programs so that inner city kids don't starve and you don't have to, we don't have to, um, find intense, crazy ways to have CPS step in and move them to foster family. Most of the struggles most families are going through are for bare necessity resources. So why don't we just show people here, if we prevent problems, it's a rounding error. If we try to fix problems, it's a big chunk of your money. We would like to start preventing those problems and we need your support to do it. And we need your, your like gung ho enthusiasm. And we need to start communicating in a way like, and I think AOC does a pretty good job of this, but we need to start communicating in a way that people understand what we want, what we're meaningfully going to do, what is possible. And part of that is going to be painful. Like part of that is that we no longer will get Coca-Cola's money for a short period of time. Part of that is, is it, is it hard for if you're, a, if you're a, a state legislator who's being offered a ton of money by a pharmaceutical company to look the other way on their legislation, but you could get the rest of your agenda done. I understand how that's probably really daunting to make that choice, but we need to make that choice. And we need to, as a group of people, as a party, we need to say, we are standing up in X, Y, Z way. Our entire party, if you are involved in the Democratic Party, will no longer be taking money from X, Y, Z donors. We need to make a break that funnels that rage and that um, power and that... Um, huge motivation that I see through people because the same Trump supporters who I have screaming fights with agree with me that they don't, well, they'll say they don't like socialism. That's a given, but they agree with me that there's things that need to be done, that it is okay for the government to provide some services and that people like Bernie Sanders, they trust way more than a corporate Democrat. And, and, and I'm not just saying that because that's what I prefer. That is literally what I have heard in my experience from almost my entire dad's side of the family, including my dad, that they think that people like Bernie get screwed in the Democratic Party and that no one in the, and everyone in the Democratic yeah, but your Party- dad would, your dad wouldn't vote for Bernie. But they believe that- They're scared of socialism, but man. They, He's like but, number one but, socialist. But the thing is, we need to, as an entire party, represent some kind of higher value that speaks to them. Because if we don't, if, if we don't make a stand in some way, because put all in, putting all the socialism yeah, aside, like, my dad wouldn't have voted to be with neo-Nazis five or ten years ago. He would not have done that. He's I doing agree, that now. But because, I mean, I get because, what you're saying, but... Because he was spoken to on other things. He was spoken to and he felt heard and he felt like there was a possibility that this was going to be different in some way. And I'm not saying that that it, it, it it's going to be a one-shot and, and that every Democrat needs the same strategy and that everyone's going to suddenly love socialism. But I do think if we start from the top down and we say, this are our hard, these are our hard morals and ethics. These are the what things we want to do for you. And, and it's hard and we're making hard choices to alienate certain people. And that's fine because we know what is right and what is wrong. Because people will hear and see that. And maybe it takes time, but... But you could get there if you can stop having a if – if the battle is in between um, are we are going to be a white supremacy But it nation is. But it full, is. But that's what it no, is now. But I think I'm the saying, genie's out of the bottom. Yeah. No, but that's the problem is that we need to step back from – before we can be like tackling major societal ills, 
We need to first be able to have a conversation that isn't like, well, I think this person shouldn't exist. And so I have to now my argument has to be like, but I think they should exist. Like because it's a because it is like we are the Trump and the Republican uh, uh, platform have removed the possibility of 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 governance from the conversation but the thing of is- governing. They've, they've made the conversation not about governing. They've made the conversation about like your right to totally. exist. And what you I'm, like, I'm saying, Josh, is that he doesn't say it like that. They don't say trans people shouldn't exist. That's not what they say. They say, we love trans people. Go do whatever you want to do, except you need to use this bathroom. And we would really prefer on this issue if you weren't in the military. And on this other issue where you want to like give people puberty blockers so that they have an easier medical process when they get a couple years older, mm, we don't want to do that. They individually go issue by issue and try to speak to some concern that the populace actually has. My parents are genuinely concerned that... Medical doctors are are doing whatever parents push them for because they're PC, and that these kids yeah, okay, are, but that's are, are. But that's a but that's a fringe issue. I, I mean, no, I but they're it. all fringe issues. I'm telling you right now, they're all fringe issues. These are all individual threads. Where but individual like what, Republicans, what? from the top to the bottom, have a lockstep agreement that they each champion issues that they're that their populace wants them to speak with. To you, it's a fringe issue. To a, people like my parents. To people like my mom, who who like d- r- works with kids every day, that who has a gay son and still struggles to understand that, that isn't. That's a huge society wide thing that's happening well, I, that I she mean, wants hear- to say in. And so what I'm saying is, <laughs> I, I'm I saying hear- we need we need to speak to each of those issues and communicate effectively w- the actual facts, what is ethical, what is moral, what makes sense, and and we need we need to understand that they my parents don't hear Republicans saying trans people don't exist. They don't hear that, but it is death by a thousand cuts, and we know that that's what they mean, but that's right. not what they're saying. And so what we need to do is go out there and say, hey, we're worried about jobs. We're going to solve jobs, and that ends up solving a lot of people's immigration yeah, concerns. I, I, that I ends up addressing I, a lot yeah, of I, people's immigration but it concerns, but it which doesn't, ties but it, into racism. It okay, becomes, I hear you. But I hear you. But there's really no reasoning with like these people because, like, when you say like we're going to address jobs, not with the people who were in I the Capitol, but within within the 73 million people that voted for I, him, there are I mean, people to be won over, no, and we I, only I, need I, to win over five or ten million to win for a generation. I, I I get that, but I get that, but I hear what you're saying. I'm saying, but, well, we're in this position. But, well, we have a position of strength them, but you for two tell years. Them. We need to make some serious changes. And I think that these are the kind of things that we have to start with. But the changes those people want to hear are not like we're going to be socialist. That, you but understand that's not that, what right? you say. But that's not what you I say. I agree. Which, is why, Bernie, which is why Bernie which is why Bernie, got you know, ate shit this, this, this cycle. Because I think more than ever now, people are scared of radical but I don't changes. But I don't think you don't have to not say socialism at all. I think you, you well, can't. You, it you can should come definitely up. try to avoid but it. We if you need can. to be doing death by a thousand cuts in the exact same way. Where, oh, actually, you know what? In this specific school lunch issue, here's the math and data on why I'm correct, and I want to save you money. But these people, but how do you? How do you? Ta- okay, but really seriously, I hear what you're saying, and, 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 but like, but the death by you, a thousand cuts at that point is so you've got school lunches. You've but how do you tell better pe- policing? Yeah, but how do you tell people who are like when you say, well, we should provide kids 
every kid should have a meal provided to them. How do you how do you reason with people who go, I'm not going to pay for some kid to have a lunch just because their parents are deadbeats? But there are people. Okay, there are people who you will. But not that's reach. how the, the, that's the Republican thought process. But there They're are. Like, people. I got mine. You're going to have to go get yours on your own. That's how we do it. Yes. And there are a core That's group of but Josh, there are a core group of people who are like that and who you're describing, they exist. We're never gonna win them over. They're a lost cause. But there are people, there are very real people. I know some. There are at least five or ten million in this country who I'm with hear you hear an argument from the Republicans, which is like, I don't want to pay for someone else's lunch. It's just gonna be more taxes. Don't you have enough taxes? That's what they hear, and that's what they vote on. They don't hear larger arguments. So if we sit down with those people and we make sure to communicate effectively, actually, this is going to cost you more money. And it will right. do harm I, to I, children. So I'm with you. So let's I'm, step it up and let's say, you know, let, let's as a community, we can save each other money and make the lives of these kids better. Let's do it. And if we I can mean, do I'm with that. You. I mean, who's the politician? I just want to know in your mind. I'm totally on board with this I think plan. the squad is really good at, at, at effectively communicating. I'm not is saying. Is the squad winning let me over finish Republican? What I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you about the but squad. Let me Are they winning over? I, okay, go ahead. I truly believe that the squad those individual members have very clear politics that they agree on right and they have very clear images that are very similar they're generally people of color generally women they generally are openly socialist they generally have the same policy agreements i'm not saying that someone needs to be them and i don't think that would work in the places where republicans have been winning but what i do think works is their communication style AOC talks like a regular person. She tweets like a regular person, and so does Donald Trump. Make fun of his tweets as much as you want. That is how old men tweet. And it looks like a normal person is talking to you about normal things and being reasonable. And he uses words that sound reasonable. They're not reasonable arguments. They're fucking insane. But they people can understand them. The way that Nancy Pelosi speaks is not accessible. Well, the way I mean, AOC speaks... Yeah, it's not her fault. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. It, 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 this is the way things are. AOC I mean, she's speaks... Still, she should be allowed to be able to speak the way she wants. I mean, you know, I'm but, sorry if people can't understand it. <laughs> but if you want to win, you're going to have to buckle up. Here's I the mean, thing. AOC, is AOC winning over Republican voters? That's the only question. I think that she has won over a lot more people in my opinion, AOC has won over a lot more people. AOC wins over people, I believe. Show me the numbers. At a Show me much the numbers. I don't believe. I don't believe that. I think that the, I think Republicans despise her more than almost any because other politician of her, alive. But because of her policy ideas, ideas, and who she represents, yeah. identity. And they don't like. And they but, don't like. A, they don't like. And they don't like hearing like a. They don't like hearing a a, a, a Latino woman yes, speaking one hundred percent emphatically Josh, about politics in America. I mean, but Josh, they, they, look yeah. at John Ossoff. If we can get a white guy. Guy who yeah. who who does really Lil, Lil well, Pete, Lil Pete. who does really well in the areas where white guys do well. Does that suck? It super sucks. But for right now, okay, we get a white guy who's uh, younger than fifty, who understands, who 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 can make jokes about PlayStation or N sixty four, who I, understands I who Billy Eilish nice is. I understand. <laughs> yeah, what I I'm it. saying is that communication strategy. If someone sits down in an interview 
with 60 minutes and talks like a regular human being and says things like fuck or that's weird or I don't like that or I that didn't make sense to me so I'm not going to do it anymore talks in regular terms not like we have a caucus that we are whipping to yeah. make the meaningful legislative discussions move forward in committee panel that doesn't work and I get I it hear we're you. wonky I get it, but and I, we but have a uh, smart electorate but I what I'm saying you. is that communication style has to be communicating ideas okay, that we but, believe in it has to be communicating care Joe about Biden, other people Joe Biden most votes of any presidential candidate in I think the he did a better America. job I think he did a better job of what I'm talking about and if you go back and look at the DNC if you look at the he did a better job than Hillary at what I'm talking about and oh, if I you look at the you. DNC package it was empathy for people who were who lost someone it was I understand what it's like to lose someone from this virus because I've lost my son, I've lost my wife, I've lost my daughter, and I understand nothing will make it right. And and what what but and I understand that 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 rage within you, we can use it so that no one else has to go through what you're going yeah, but through. But he also but he also called but he also called the people at the Capitol Nazis and seditionists and racists. He's not going to win those people over, but well, he no, did know, win. But, but he but did the question win is, my aunt what? over. But he the won my is, aunt over right. by talking so like the, a regular person. So that's the question. Is that is the question is what is you know what is winning over what is that's my point about AOC, who I think is your the thing that you said is a hundred percent right, and I love about her, and I'm not saying this because I'm like a big fan of the squad or whatever. I mean, I, I like them, but like th when she speaks, she speaks like a person. She sounds like a person who is like affected by the same things that a regular person is affected. So does by. Stacey she does not sound, Abrams. Right. She yes. speaks like a I, regular human. And being. I think that Joe Biden, I think his number one best quality is his ability to speak to people like a human being which like is he part of why I, I think he won and i and i agree with you and, and and listen the hillary thing there's a lot of there's a lot of institutional sexism sure that, that but look at there. the difference between but, hillary clinton speaking at, and how she speaks I mean, about listen, the you same also had, yeah. and bill clinton Bill you Clinton also had, won I agree. because I Bill agree. Clinton seemed like a your dopey ass '90s neighbor who was a nice fucking guy, and whether or not that's who he is, that's what he seemed like. Yeah, people are like, "What are you going to do about immigration?" He's like, yeah, "Hey, man, you know we're going to figure it out. Well, yeah, you know, we got we got to figure it out." Yes. Uh, anyhow, but like that was know, that George kind of shit. Bush. People love that shit. People, people love, love it. it. Yeah, I get it. Okay, but Obama but, spoke like that. Obama. Yes. Obama was 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 he did he did delve towards the end into more wonky and elitist ways of speaking but at yes. the beginning he spoke a, like a, like a regular angry young man and that I, shit is is fire emoji fire i agree emoji. i i agree which is the crazy thing about i mean when you see those numbers where you're like you know like the people who voted for obama twice and then voted for trump you know you're like okay what's the thread here and honestly i I still don't fully understand it, but what I will say is I think that that speaking to people – and I don't mean like dumbing it down, but speaking to people in a way that says like I'm – by the way, this goes back to that empathy point, which is I'm empathetic to what you're going through and I want to deal with it and I'm speaking to you not as like some – you know, we're not in we're not in a, a you know Roman Senate here, but we're speaking person to person in America in 2020 or 2021 or whatever. But, but, my, but the issue to me is this. How – what is winning – See, I think that the Republicans had a chance to reject the hatred of Donald Trump, and they basically whiffed with this impeachment, and they're going to whiff in the Senate. Why not say, we want what you guys want, but it's not overthrow the government? Why not say – because right now the argument is no longer about like, will you speak 
you know, to the people and tell them straight face, like, you know, tell them in plain language what's, what they need to hear. Th- these people want to hear that the government has been st- is, is being stolen from them and that the only way to fix it is to overthrow the brown people, you know? And, like, that's, like, literally a major part of the Republican platform now. So my question to you is, and I agree with you, you only need five or ten million, you know? But how do you – what is what is going to get the conservative, the typical middle-of-the-road conservative – away from the red line of racism and sedition and division and closer to, I mean, I heard, when I heard, um, who was it? You know, one of these, Murkowski, is that who it was? Who was like, well, maybe there's no room for me in the party if it's the the party of Trump. It's like, cool, now actually do it, right? Actually change parties, okay? Or like say, I'm going to go independent, right? There are independent politicians out there. It's worked for a lot of people. You know, there are a a handful of independent politicians. There could be a lot more. They could be a meaningful block for voters, right? If we had sane, productive, independent politicians, but we have instead, we have people who say, well, if it's the party of Trump, maybe it's not for me. And then they vote with Trump on racist policies, on policies that hurt, uh, you know, typical you don't middle, think, middle, middle, you don't middle, think middle you, income you Americans. You here all summer and all fall. You didn't hear the constant repeat of, I don't like how he talks. I don't think he's a good guy. I don't, whatever. However, I'm voting for him for XYZ tax reason. Yeah, but you and, don't get, but, but but I understand that. First off, the taxes did not. I understand, help Josh, middle class, but they but think also, that it did. They think I that understand. it did, yeah, because but, of but how he talks but about it. But being susceptible to lies is is not a platform. I mean, I, it's like it's not. You I know. didn't say it is. I'm telling you, I think he lies to them about the and addresses an issue. We have real answers for them, but we our communication it doesn't make it to them. It well, doesn't make it the, to those the, people. The, the, the they Democrat, don't hear the, it. The Democrats are, the Democrats are very bad at two things. One is they're bad at just being sounding like human beings who are empathizing, and they even though they do, I think they actually more often than not do empathize with people. They're bad at sounding like regular human beings that empathize with them, and they're also bad at agreeing internally on what they're going to talk about and how they're going to fix things. Like, like if every Democrat was like Medicare for all, it would not have been a talking point for the Republicans. It, they could not have attacked it, you know? It, they could have, they would have just said, this is what we're doing because everybody deserves health care and we're going to do it. We're going to pay for it. Just the way Trump did, if they had a person like, you know, Biden who could say it. And just like, that's the platform now. But, but Democrats also are like, I mean, think about Al Franken. I think about this all the time. Al Franken did like some dumb shit. He like did a dumb like sexist like photo and like I don't know some other shit that like on, in terms of Republican offenses would be th- at the lowest level of possible offense you could imagine in the Republican uh, uh, Party. Okay, we bounced his ass out of the Democrats so f- out of the Democratic Party and out of Democratic life so fast everybody's head spun, right? Because you can't – nobody gets behind each other. We're always like – we're always trying to find a better solution. And like Republicans are really good at falling in line with whatever the the loudest guy in the room has to say. And so like I'm not saying that, that – I'm not saying that, that, that this is in either here nor there on Al Franken except that he was a pretty good politician in the time that he was a politician and what he did in terms of like he could have done an apology and said, I've learned from my mistakes and I would never do that again and I was young and stupid. And most of the Republicans would have been like – if he were a Republican, would have been like, who cares? Let's move on. But the Democrats love to fight amongst themselves. And so you have the squad fighting Nancy Pelosi and you have Joe Biden 
and Bernie Sanders worrying about like you know how we're going to do healthcare and all this shit. It's like it's good because you want that kind of democratic debate, which is the whole like cornerstone of the party. But it's bad for people who want to hear dumb, simple answers, you know. And like, how do you square that? I, I don't know. I have no idea. But you know, it's uh, I don't know. I don't have the answer for this, but I will say that like we have to solve it. But also, I don't think you can. I don't think you can negotiate with terrorists. Okay, meaning, meaning, I don't think we can have a conversation about whether or not the people who stormed the Capitol are right, because they're not. There's absolutely no, in my opinion, there's no space for that in our conversation. There's no space for people who have bought into outright lies outright lies in an attempt at sedition that cannot be our a debate point it has to be about real things those people have to be ostracized from both parties extremists have to be ostracized from both parties because we can't get work done like that that's my opinion it's one man's opinion i'll be murdered later for saying it but you know what it is what it is that's my man trump is fond of saying all right let's get out of here Okay, well, we should, I mean, this is all very stressful and, and yet important, but we should wrap up. It's been a long week. We should get to nice things. I have a nice thing, which I have to say you've been telling me about for a while, and I, um, I resisted. I don't know why. I just did. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it now with, with the audience. I think, I think I'm ready, and they're ready. Tony is ready to hear it. I started playing Hades. Uh, which is a very hot, apparently everybody's like game of the year from 2020. I completely ignored it. I believe because I'm, I have a, a prejudice against those like three quarter games. Like for some reason, I just don't really like games that are like that top down three quarter angle. Like I, I don't know what it is. It just bothers me. Uh, it's, it's like a, it's like a strange tick that, a game can either be it either has to be like immersive like 3d or a side scroller or i'm not interested uh i do like you know i will say it's not the same perspective but i love a like a smash tv um which is a top down fully top down i should say anyhow i started playing this game and it's great it's super fun it's very very similar to dead cells in my opinion i mean I think you could say that these developers, you know, played Dead Cells and they were like, we should make a game like that uh, because that's kind of how it feels to me. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's super fun. It's it's frustrating, but just enough. It's frustrating enough that you want to keep playing and not so frustrating that it makes you want to quit. Um, and I don't really understand. There's a lot of shit going on in the game that doesn't fully make sense to me, but I'm... I'm getting. I seem to be getting better at it, and so that is an indication that I'm, you know, playing it the way the uh, makers intended. So yeah, and then uh, Zelda like was into. It. She saw me playing it, and she got into it. She hasn't been playing it a lot, but she's played it a little bit. I think it's a little overwhelming for her. She's going to probably stick mostly to Animal Crossing on her Switch. My one complaint, though, I will say, is that everything is really small in Hades. Like everything is just so hard to see. Like maybe I'm old now, or maybe I should play it on a TV. But playing it on my Switch, it's like just like my main character is minuscule, you know. Um, anyhow, that's that's really all I have. Oh, and I finished Soma finally after it being out for ten years or seven years or however long it's been out. Incredible game, incredible storytelling. I mean, every game developer should take a page from those get from that developer. Uh, uh, 
But I'm also like a little disappointed because I feel like Soma's ripe for a sequel. And I know the last game they did is a was a sequel to one of their other games. The um, I can't think of the name of them now. Anyhow, but uh, it's which is another kind of survival horror game. Uh, but yeah, Soma, great, Hades, excellent, and that's it. That's it for me. My nice thing this week is the return of Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game, which is a licensed video game based on the movie Scott Pilgrim, um, which I actually worked on, uh, full disclosure, when I was uh, very young and a fellow at Universal Pictures. I helped to market that movie. I love that movie. I really genuinely love that movie so much. Uh, And it's also a great comic book series. and it's about this guy, Scott Pilgrim, and he's in love with a girl. But in order to be with her, he has to defeat her seven evil exes. And uh, the game is a beat up sort of uh, Streets of Rage style arcade game about defeating those evil exes. And uh, it's really fun. It's full of references to video games. All of Scott Pilgrim is basically huge meta references to video games. Um, and the game itself is is wonderful, and it was uh, unfortunately pulled from sh- from uh, digital distribution uh, like the eShop and uh, the PlayStation Store. It was pulled uh, four years after its initial release, and if you didn't have a copy, you couldn't get a copy because it was never released um, physically. Uh, so only the people who downloaded it and happened not to delete it and kept their console intact could play the game. And that was really sad because it was such a good game, but it is now back out for every major system. Uh, thanks to fan outcry and a physical version will be coming from uh, limited run games. So I highly recommend that everybody out there go pick up a copy of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game you will not be disappointed. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Bye. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, uh, though I've just been told that your family is uh, currently attempting to stop the steal, and I, I fear for their, their freedom.